All right. Prince and Adam, thanks for joining me today, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, this product that you're creating, Architable.com, sounds really interesting. Um, let's start with introductions. Uh, Prince Doncor, Adam Denias, who are you? Uh, Prince, who are you? Uh, hello, my name is Prince. Um, from I was born in Ghana. I'm from Massachusetts. Now I'm in Dallas. I am a software engineer. Adam Denias, who are you? So my name's Adam. I am from Louisiana. And I recently moved here to Dallas, and I'm now a practicing architect. Awesome. So you guys have kind of joined forces, uh, sharing experience and knowledge and skills to create this new website product called Architable.com that helps up-and-coming architects master the interview process and learn their worth. Uh, I've been checking it out. Guys, this is super cool. Like, I wish this was around years ago. Uh, before I started my practice when I was doing job hunting, because honestly, like I never knew what to do in interviews. I never knew what my worth was. That's actually part of the reason I left working for other people to start my own practice because I could never get clear answers. I didn't have any idea how to advance my own career and set terms and all of that stuff. So I think this is really huge and it's going to help a lot of people. So kind of turn this over to you guys. Like, where did this come from? It solves a really important, obvious problem, but I don't think anybody's done this before you guys, especially in specifically for architecture. So give me some background. How'd you, how'd you come up with this? Where did it come from? When I was transitioning between architecture school and my first full-time job, I didn't know what I was worth, just like many up and coming uh, people from out of school. But uh, I was fortunate enough to really meet somebody who took it upon himself to educate me about what I was worth and how to approach interviewing and how to understand your place in the market. And naturally, I rocked my interview after that. And I really felt like I had gotten a head start in beginning my career just from this one person's insight. And so I know not many people get the chance to meet that one person to give them career insight. And so that's kind of what Archetable is for. That's kind of the need that it solves. We want professionals to, to write about experiences that they've had interviewing, not just the salary range, but really information on how they landed their interview and succeeded. So the context, the background, is something you just really can't find on websites, and it's awkward to talk to people directly sometimes. So this, that's really the information that's going to impact your career, and that's the information we want to have on Archetable. Yeah, totally. Uh, no, I can relate, man. Um, you even said, you know, it's sometimes it's awkward or hard to talk to people. Obviously, it's super awkward to ask somebody else how much they're making. But it's hard to even have a conversation if you don't know what questions to ask, right? Um, mm -hmm. So how did this, obviously, you guys met at some point and started collaborating on this thing. So expand a little more on this relationship you had with your mentor and how that became kind of this project kind of what's the story there? Yeah. So I, whenever I was in grad school um, or I'll jump back a little bit before grad school growing up, uh, growing up, I had a family with a lot of mental issues and addiction problems and I didn't really have self-worth growing up. I didn't really, even value myself. And so I didn't really think I was going to ever be able to find a way out of my small town. Uh, 
I didn't think I was worth it, granted, but even if I did, I didn't know how, how that was going to happen. And uh, in grad school, I decided, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get out of here. No connections, nothing. I was just like, you know, I need to, I need to go out and build my life, you know. And totally. so however, however that happens, I'm going to do it. So I entered in a bunch of architecture competitions. Uh, I ended up winning one in Dallas, Texas, where I um, took, we took the family car, we got the whole family together and we drove out there and I, I was able to go to tours with different tours for different um, firms. And at the end of the day, present a paper that, that I wrote for the competition. And so while I was there, I met this one man, uh, his name's Brian Kay. He's still my mentor today. Uh, I told him, Hey, you know, this is my, this is my one day in Dallas, you know, and I really want to come out here and work and, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to do, to, to do that, to build a life for myself. And it's like, this is my one shot. And it's like anything you can tell me or help me with, it's like totally appreciated. I'll give back 10 times that I promise. And so it really, it really resonated with him. And he told me he was going to try to see what he could do to help me out. So that summer, I ended up, uh, he ended up getting me a position at his firm for a summer internship. Uh, during that summer, he took me under his wing and uh, taught me about everything I was going to need to be successful, all without me having to ever bring it up ever again. He just, he, I don't know. We haven't really talked about this, but I don't know what, what he saw, but he saw something. And so I just soaked it up like a sponge and, you know, really enjoyed my time, my conversations with him. Fast forward to after the summer ended, I came back to school and I realized I had all this knowledge now and I learned all this from one person. And so I wanted other people to have that experience as well. But I know that a lot of people don't meet that person or they don't, they don't have connections um, or various other things. And so I was thinking, what, how can we get professionals together in a space to be able to relay that sort of information so we can bring each other up and give each other insights about how we're going to be successful in our careers. And so that's kind of what started the whole idea behind Archetable. Uh, physically, it started with me sending electronic files for people to fill out some Word documents. Uh, that quickly turned into uh, sort of a, a survey that could be sent online that began to fill a database. And so when this database kind of got big enough, um, about, about 60, 70, I started thinking, okay, how can I take this data and visually represent it in an app or website so that people can start to get the benefit of having this information? And uh, my brother, Chris Denias, he's a UX designer and uh, he got with me and developed the design and how it would function. So the basic functionalities of it, it came out really nice and uh, it's kind of exactly the interface that we needed a, including like a filtering system and the ability to kind of see who it is you're, you're, see what experience you're reading from. And so that's kind of everything packaged together. I kind of had a product idea. Right. And so at that point I needed a software engineer. Uh, it was a long, hard search with some ups and downs, but uh, eventually I just randomly met this guy Prince Dunkor in a coffee shop. 
So you want to tell them the story behind that? Yeah. Uh, met Adam at a coffee shop. He wanted the extra charge uh, plug that I was using to pl- uh, charge my phone. Uh, he kindly asked and over, he looked over my computer and saw that I was coding. I was studying actually. I just got this new job <clears throat> in Dallas uh, at Cognizant. And he saw that I was coding and he was like, oh, I can show you what I'm trying to build. And he showed me his application. It wasn't the best, but I can, <laughs> at that time. <laughs> but uh, I, saw, I saw the vision and I saw, he told me about his mentorship and I also went on the whole, um, I, I told him about my mentorship experience and how it has helped me in my career. Uh, my mentor, uh, her name was Vivian. Uh, she was working at that at Google at the time. I told him about my story. She was working at Google at the time and saw the opportunity in me and saw my, um, what I could do. And she saw like my enthusiasm and she was, she, she gave, she gave me everything that I, would, I needed for me to, to thrive. Um, Adam told me about his application and his vision. And I said, we can partner up and we can start this application that, that same day. And we started the process. Yeah. That's really cool, man. So now you've, you've got this website launched and, there's a couple of things that are really interesting to me about this. One is this idea that you're, you're sort of changing the framework for what mentorship is, right? And you're creating this new platform for mentorship. I think that previously or maybe even still, we tend to think of mentorship as this um, cross-generational thing, right? You know, you, you, you reach up to someone a generation above you to find mentorship or you reach down to provide mentorship uh, in a, as an exchange of experience and wisdom, right? For the, for the benefit of the mentee. But it seems like now, and especially with this app, with the help of technology, mentorship is, is a much more kind of lateral sharing of information and mentorship, right? So that people can actually, the, the mentor mentee relationship can kind of be more, more equal in a way, or people can kind of mentor mentee each other. It's not necessarily just a one way street. Mm -hmm. And I think that really speaks a lot to how, I mean, this gets kind of pie in the sky, I guess, but how generally, technology is changing the way that we live and especially changing the nature of architecture practice. And I know you guys have some, have some interesting ideas about that and especially in the realm of, of collecting all of these data and in particular collecting and sharing experiences as a data set. Right. So it gets a little bit nerdy, I guess, right? Because on the surface, this, this is about interviews and a little bit of information about how, where you are and how much money you make. But you guys are really collecting some, some, in, some interesting information sets. So let's jump into that a little bit, right? Like, what are you guys, what are you guys' conversations like when you're, when you're collecting all this stuff and building these databases? Like, this is kind of, this is kind of cool stuff. What's going on? Yeah, so... Right now on the internet, you can get a lot of information about companies and any kind of information that, that you get to learn your worth is very, it's very biased and it's very, um, there's really no context around it, you know, and 
part of learning your worth is understanding your context. Mm. And so we feel like there's a whole, there's a whole experience that's just missing. You can, you can look up numbers all day, but if you don't understand the data behind the numbers, you really don't know your worth. And if, if you're not confident, you might say, I don't know. I don't know if that's, if I'm worth that, you know? Right. So whenever, so whenever you get information on, on people and you start to see their background and you start to see what their, what their, um, how many experiences they've had in the past, how many years they've been working, what kind of credentials they have. It almost doesn't matter what the company was. You get to see how people have succeeded and you get to see their individual stories. And so the biggest takeaway from this is that someone who's in a position where they don't know what to do or they don't know what they're worth or they're not confident in themselves, they can look and they can find people just like them in, in whatever way that is. And so that can give someone the power to say, I can do that. Or even better for someone to say, I can do better than that. You know, just, just knowing, having a baseline and being able to see and meet people just like you. Right. And this is, this is a community as well, right? So it's not necessarily just a place where I, I go and I see statistics and I see this database and stories that people have told, but um, you're kind of building a community within this thing, right? So that's mm-hmm. somebody that has a, a similar a similar experience to you in whatever way is important to you. I mean, you can, you can reach out to those people and connect with them and ask them questions and, and create that kind of mentorship relationship, right? Yes. Now that this is just launched, we kind of have some base, some base features, uh, but we will be working in the next, in the next six, eight months to get uh, features like that, where you'll be able to communicate with people, like regardless of whether or not they're anonymous or, whether they, they choose to show their profile, you'll still be able to like message them and mm-hmm. ask them details on their, on their uh, experiences. And, you know, if you want to, you can even connect with them on LinkedIn. Well, and so you mentioned something in passing that's really important, right? Is that I can participate in this exercise anonymously, right? Like I don't, I can include whatever information I'm comfortable with. Um, if I want to, name the size of company that I work for and how much money I make and all that, I don't necessarily have to add my name. I don't have to add my picture. Yes. Right. And I can, but I can still tell my story. Yes. Yep. We thought that was very important. You know, even though we're, we're becoming more of a transparent uh, generation, you know, there's still, there's still a lot of um, uncertainties and a lot of um, privacy that people still need with their careers just because, you know, you don't know who's on the other end reading this, you know, they're not also, uh, revealed. So. Right. Right. Well, and so something else that's really cool about this is the, you kind of, like you said, you've got these, these base, uh, functions that your website does, uh, performs, uh, but you also have kind of your base data set, right? And so why don't you give me a little bit of background on how and why you chose the data points that you chose and what you think those, how you think those can help or what they might lead to in the future. Sure. Um, So for me, the most, the most unique and important data points that we're collecting in my, in my opinion 
is the whole interview story and the background behind the interview. So we collect uh, the lead. You know, what did you, what did you do to get this job? Did you, did you phone a friend? Did you randomly meet somebody? Did you submit an online job posting? And then whatever that was, uh, we kind of expand, ask them to expand on the background story, kind of explain a little bit further. And then of course the, uh, we asked for the experience during their interview, which is just kind of like, what did you, what kind of questions were you asked? What kind of environment was it? And then the last data point is, uh, lessons learned you know, if you could go back and do that interview all over again like what would you have done right right so sorry that that's just the that's just the background uh but also for me that's the qualitative data that's really missing from this whole this whole argument that, that we need this well and it's cool right because you've got uh, some different categories that you can pick from from like the interview lead right like i did something creative to grab their attention um things like that that's really cool and uh, on my end, I I really feel like the salary offer uh, is what is going to attract most people. Where if you see this person's experience in the interview process, you can see, oh, am I getting what I'm worth? And right. should I be able to ask for more? Yeah. And uh, you can see the selector's practice. If you're currently like a practice in that same, uh, if you're doing the same a practice and you see the uh, prior work experience and this person got more money than you, you'll be able to uh, talk to your boss about it. And it will give you the confidence to be able to go up front and ask for, um, for more or. Yeah. There's, there's really with all this information, there, there's a lot of correlations and some correlations that I've seen is that, you know, your, your worth changes depending on which sector of practice you're in. It changes based on the company size. Your benefits change based on all that. And so with just a few key points, we have company size, sectors of practice, the salary, and the additional compensation. With just those four points, you can start to ballpark based on the type of job that you're going for. Yeah, right. And, and and filter through them and find people that are that are like you that have a similar experience in a similar area. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And you know what's what I I 100% love and appreciate what this prod what this product is, but I'm super excited about like what it can actually become, right? Like what data points you can start adding to this thing and how, what else you can learn about how people's worth is defined right? What you can add to this that says, so me, for example, right? Um, I about a year ago started my own practice, right? I've been working on my own. Um, aside from, you know, having conversations with clients and that level of interview, like, I hope, I really hope I won't be interviewing for jobs at a firm anytime soon. But I can see a portion of this website where I would add my own input to it, yeah. right? where I could go in and say like, all right, guys, me, this type of firm doing this particular kind of work with these particular expectations has asks this type of question. I'm looking for this type of experience. Mm -hmm. um, and even at in different seasons, right? Mm -hmm. um, taking on a big job. I need people with five to 10 years of experience. I've got, I've got the money to pay them. Um, versus a time when you have the bandwidth 
and kind of money to and capability to hire somebody that's inexperienced and train them and bring them up. Right. I think that um, there are a lot of good, decent attitudes in the profession, some great attitudes in the profession about our role in um, providing professional development for people. Um, Some better than others, some are lacking, but anyway, I think all of those, Data, data sets across that spectrum can start to be added to this and you can really start to zero in on how this machine works, right? Um, because I'll tell you guys, the interview process isn't the only thing that's opaque. Um, and, and you'll probably discover as you get further into your practices that there's so many things that you can start to add to this. And I'm, I'm sure you've already, I'm sure you're already thinking about that, but, um, just, so much, so much potential with this thing. So now that it's launched, like you said, you're going to try to build this community. Is what are you guys? What else are you guys imagining for this thing? Do you have any? Do you have any further goals with this thing beyond just the interview process? Oh yes, um, we are also thinking about branching out to uh, cover other uh, practices like um, nursing, software engineering. Uh, it won't be called Architable because Architable is for architects, yeah, but sure. it'll, be, it'll be its own, like, yeah. it'll be kind of like a copy of this, but it will be specifically for um, specific practices. Yeah, so that kind of takes a little bit more, um, I think a little bit more of like a uh, boilerplate's already done. Yes, right. And so it's kind of like, who else, what other industries can we impact? Yeah. And, you know, each one's kind of going to have their own specifics. Mm-hmm. And so it's deciding what data points is is uh, ubiquitous between every industry and then what data points have to kind of be tailored, mm-hmm. right? And uh, later on, on the technology side, we want to be able to have people, um, what questions are is important to you? And we'll be able to add that into um, the add interview questions. Um, yeah. That's what we're hoping for, yeah. Yeah, from a from a business model, you know, there's, there's different ways we can branch, uh, two kind of, two kind of key movements that I see are kind of, do you take the same industry and add more services to that industry? Mm -hmm. Or do you take the same product and add more industries to that product? So I think it's going to be a mixture of the, of the two. Um, one thing we're looking to do, I guess the next kind of phase of this, is starting to add um, courses, mm-hmm. uh, supplemental um, information about these different sets of information. Um, for example, a quick course in networking mm-hmm. for young professionals in architecture, like very specific to the profession still, but um, right. offering a way for you to start here, start with Archetable, and then you can start to say for yourself, okay, what are, what are things that I need to brush up on? Like, oh, I see everyone, I see people are getting jobs by doing X. How can I do X? Right. And so we start to, we start to branch out, uh, create more ways for people to use Archetable, more services. Um, and then, you know, in the future, topics of mentorship, you know, how do we, maybe there's a way for us to create a platform for people to have one-on-one mentors. You know, maybe there's like webinars, maybe there's the opposite of people putting in their experiences and inter- being interviewed 
And then we have firm owners, on the other hand, who do interviews. You know, yeah, right. And there's a flip side of that. So it's all it's all within the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing for Prince and I right now is figuring out, uh, since this is both our first like, business venture, is figuring out you know how do we how do we do step one? Sure. And and then how do we do step two? Right. But it's, but, it's, but we're practicing keeping a two to three years in the future. This is this is kind of the things that we think we want to do. Um, but as Prince and I learned, we, we originally thought this was, this was going to launch back in January. Oh man. Yeah. Always takes longer than you want it to, man. I promise. Yeah. yeah nothing's yeah. ever faster. Uh, so how many interviews do you have right now? How, how many, um, how many forms have been filled out? Yeah. So, um, at the moment we have right around 100 and so awesome. that that is majority of it is going to be Texas, Louisiana, just because that's where I've done all my word of mouth marketing on this. But um, you know, the next step is trying to get this get this in uh, and take it so I have to like a marketing phase and um, kind of get partnerships going and figure out you know how do we how do we get this to the masses? How do we make this something that can be uh, useful for everybody everywhere. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, I can tell you that as soon as we're done here, you're going to have another interview on there and that's going to, uh, that's going to come from me or another form filled out. <laughs> we obviously want everybody who's listening, uh, who's in the profession to log on and add their own story, add their experience. Um, but other than that, I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to add to this thing? Uh, what else do people need to know? Um, you can imagine Archetable also as a way to track your personal interviews on how much, how many interviews you've done. You can do comparing of uh, all the interviews you had in your past experiences. Um, apart from that, anything else? Yeah. That's, well, that's really cool. So it becomes like a, it becomes like an interview journal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So there's so much there in every experience that we have as people, you know, there's, there's key details that we don't think are important or we don't really, we're not really mindful about how the way we speak or how the way we do our actions impact us. And so, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about writing one of these in and you're thinking, you know, maybe, Oh, I didn't even get that job. I'm not mm-hmm. going to put that in or, uh, uh, you know, I think I did really bad at this interview. I don't think I'm going to put it in. What I think people listening to this need to realize is that there's, there's so much amazing information in our failures just as much as our successes. Oh yeah, man. Failure is so important. Like that's where growth doesn't happen without failure. So absolutely. Like maybe more than anything, you should share those, share those, (laughs) those, those war stories, right? Like those horror stories from interviews. That's great. So there's just, yeah. So um, obviously people can find you at uh, architable.com and on social media, you are next architects. Is that right? Yeah. Um, we started a Facebook group called next architects and that is, we're aiming to get our professionals, young professionals and students about to graduate all in the same room talking about issues that are important to everybody. And so we have just a round table of people from, no experience to 30 years plus all right. talking about the same topics, answering people's questions. It's beautiful. 
And, you know, if you're, if you're in the profession, I highly suggest you, you take a look and join the community. That's great guys. Um, well, if you, uh, if you don't have anything else, uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show, sharing this with me, sharing it with everybody else. I think it's an awesome product. Uh, thank you for putting all the work into it. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Thanks for having us.